we are live on a Tuesday night. Game six of the World Series. <laughs> Dodgers looking to close it out. All in on high school sports. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. How are you? I'm well. Yourself? We're, I'm good. We're getting a hello already from Mike the Spike. Hello, Mike the Spike. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for joining. And um, let's talk some high school sports, you know? Again, we say it every week, but we still have it. So that's the positive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Tonight, a little rundown of what the agenda looks like this absolutely. evening. We will, of course, review our um, picks from last week and go over those game recaps. Um, pick for week five, some select game matchups. You, myself, Kenny, and Belen. Uh -huh. And tonight we have a special guest joining us. We have Gianna Durso, who is a field hockey coach at West Essex High School, who will be coming in to talk about their um, season so far and, of course, uh, the West Essex dynasty. Sounds good. Let's get let's let's get rolling. So what do we got? Wanna go wanna recap a little week book cap a little recap while week four? Sure, let's start off with that. So our first game well, just again a little reminder, some of the games after we air get switched for you know, opponents get switched and we get canceled so last minute. So as we go through, we did have one, two, three, four, five, six games that mm -hmm. were unable to that were unable to be played as we had seen them listed. So the opponents might have changed, but we didn't we just Threw them out. Okay, we got a couple comments. Our guy Kenny from Maryland saying greetings from Maryland. Thank you, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. And of course, Mr. Beelan with the best line ever. <laughs> best duo in the game. Let's go. Love it. Love He's it. He's ready to go. Hello, Mr. Beelan. All right. Our first matchup from week four was uh, Lodi at Garfield. Um, great game. I actually streamed it live. So uh, I want to thank Lodi Live was the um, the feed and oh, on was Facebook. Lodi? It was called Lodi Live, yes. and uh, they did a great job. I watched the game on Saturday. Have a, it was on the iPad because we had the four TVs rolling, <laughs> but it was on the iPad. It was on, I'm sorry, on the MacBook. The but fifth, um, it was the fifth screen. In listen, the room. great, great, great game. Um, Garfield's defense is just fantastic. You they know, Co out. Coach Riggs six nothing. Gonna be honest, a little worried about the offense though now because it's now. The second week in a row where, you know, they're not scoring a lot of points. Going forward, that's going to hurt. But uh, Lodi played a great game. I mean, I, it was 0-0 up. I would say it looked like five minutes or six minutes left. Um, Garfield did score. They did get the offense rolling. But uh, Coach Riggs in that defense, man. Coach Santa, Coach, congratulations. Another win. But the defense is – they're awesome. Yeah, looking good. Um, our next matchup was that we had um, predicted was on – winless Lynnhurst and winless Manchester. So one of those teams was going to get their first win, and it was uh, Lynnhurst, victorious 33-26. to 26. Uh, By the way, uh, Coach uh, Mr. Rob Neely saying shout-out to Coach Peter Santa oh, nice. Thank Very you nice. for joining yep. Neely. Yep. <laughs> and um, Beelan's also saying he needs that running game like last year. Mm -hmm. But let's get to the, the Lynnhurst game. Lynnhurst, again, Coach Twirl, we had him on last week. Listen, it's just a great coaching staff. It's just a matter of time, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's going to be a big game to pick this week, Garfield Lindhurst. But uh, congratulations to our guys. They got the first uh, victory, and, uh, hey, let's, you know, let's start a little roll for them. Absolutely. Then we had selected Waldwick at Rutherford, but that was one of the matchups that did not occur. Uh, so we're going to move on to Clifton at Montclair, where Clifton continued to roll undefeated. They were victorious 28 to 23. Yes, 28 to 23. Again, um, you know, listen, Montclair is a good football program. So, um, you know, closer game than uh, maybe some people would have picked. But, um, hey, 
great win, undefeated. But word came down that their matchup against Woodbridge this week is going to be canceled. So uh, that would that was going to be a big three mm-hmm. uh, three and zero versus three and zero. But uh, congratulations to Clifton, and they uh, keep rolling. You know. Yeah. Yep. Our next one was Hawthorne at Glen Rock. Yes, this was one that I know me and Kenny were all were on this. Um, Hawthorne started off undefeated, but again, two great programs. But Glen Rock, you know, again, Glen Rock going up was always a, and I, I say it every week, but from lower, from the lower age going up, they were just tremendous program. And uh, hey, big win and um, you know, first loss for Hawthorne this year. The uh, next one we had was Saddlebrook at. Uh, Saddlebrook at Pompton Lake. Yeah, Saddlebrook had a couple close games this year, but Pompton Lake shows the cl- showed the class there, and um, you know Pompton took the big win. And again, Pompton's going to be a team going forward in that lower group one two, but um, you know they're they're going to be a force going forward. And uh, the we had a bunch of cancellations next. Elmwood Elmwood Park at Weehawken didn't happen. Ramapo at Bergenfield didn't happen. Wayne Hills at Northern Highlands didn't happen. Wayne Hills I, did play. I was just going to say, my, my caveat was going to be that what I commend these teams for right now is that they are going to – they're having scheduled changes and they're picking up um, they're picking up teams that are also having cancellations and just on the fly playing each other. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we had Burden Catholic at DePaul. Uh, yeah, it was actually uh, looking on the tweet. I know I tweeted you early Saturday, and I said, wow, DePaul's up 10 nothing." Next thing you know, it was 34 unanswered for Bergen. Bergen shows why they're one of the two or top three teams in the state, which is going to set up a big matchup. I believe it's next week with uh, Bergen and St. Peter's. Then we had St. Joe's at Bosco, which didn't happen, and we move on to um, St. Peter's at Paramus, St. Peter's Prep at Paramus Catholic. Yeah, PC a little down in the, you know, in the big four or big five, whatever you want to call those Catholic schools. And St. Peter's right now, number one team in the state, showing that they are the, uh, right now the class. And again, setting up that big matchup with Bergen Catholic. And uh, one of the ones I know that we kind of split on last week was Verona at Weequake. Verona's victorious in overtime. Yeah, it was another, again, another game where uh, Kenny and I were on the Verona, were on the Verona team. Um, again, a great, great program. Uh, and again, two, both two good programs, but we quake, but again, Verona, again, I saw Verona beat up on Lynnhurst last year and, uh, you know, great game going forward. Rob Neely saying, how about Pascal kills closing last Monday through Wednesday, playing Friday night and then closing wow. again wow. and Those giving the little right emoji. There. I'm just going to take our little technical difficulties upstairs. Okay. okay. Yeah, Neely, I mean, you know, uh, I'd like to get somebody's a uh, opinion on that. You know, um, it, it's a debate where people have it all. You know, we've been saying it all fall going into the winter. If schools are closed, should they be playing sports? Um, you know, does the game, you know, does anybody really know since they played that Friday night and then closed again? Is that why they closed? You know, I don't know, but it's a, again, it's a great debate. Listen, I'm all for it, and I know Jen was all for it. We had Frank Bufuco from Milburn all for um, getting the sports in, trying to get them in. And, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting because you do hear some stories about that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if Pascal Kills rushed that decision to, to try to get that game in where obviously safety should come first. I mean, there's other schools. Ramapo has been closing a couple games. Um, 
you know, they're going to be back on the on the end, hopefully playing on Saturday versus Paramus this week. But, you know, very interesting. Um, Neely's also saying there's so much out there. Westwood played Dumont a few weeks back, and all of a sudden, Westbrook closed. It's scary, I feel, for the kids. Yeah, it, it is, you know. Listen, again, safety comes first and foremost. We are trying, though, to, they're trying to get the season in as many games as they can. The fall, the, the, the winter season is going to be a whole different animal. I mean, we'll talk about that later. Um, Beelan saying if they can learn virtually, they can play football or leave it to Madden one-on-one. You know what? I've always said it. We got to create a high school Madden. Um, Neely saying as an official, I opted out of soccer and will most likely, most likely opt out of hoops as an indoor sport. Well, it's going to be tough going to the indoor sports. And what's tough is these schools going virtual, even these brief hiatus. And then how are you going to do sports, you know, especially indoor sports come the winter if you're, you know, stuck being virtual. I just, yep. you know, it's going to be a difficult, a conundrum. Uh, yeah. Coach Breslin, how are you, Coach Breslin? Saying, yes, we are playing on Saturday versus Paramus. I think they are virtual. We should still be able to play. I agree with Bielan. So. Yep, it's that. I feel like the indoor sports are going to be the ones that kind of throw the uh, the wrench into right. that a little bit. Right. You well, know? Yeah. you know, it's a whole different, you know, I understand where Neely's coming from, where mm -hmm. if he didn't want to do it as an official on an oh, outside course. sport, yeah. you know, the inside sport. And that's where I, I guess I, you know, listen, I, I hope they get all these games in you know I, I just i hope they get all these games in the winter is going to be the question right right you know because you're beast. inside yeah. you're going to be more you know and and again we went to like i said the one more is catholic game but you see some like even i watched the garfield lodi game you know it wasn't like fans on top of each other so they are following that yeah no they definitely. did get the games in and, and hopefully it goes there um Bre uh, coach breslin saying indoor sports will have no fans we are going to stream all games so oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this. A lot of towns are streaming the games, mm -hmm. which I think is awesome. Yeah. Give everybody you know, a chance to watch give, it. Give everybody a chance to watch. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, what I say to you, I want to watch, hopefully I can watch Garfield right. Lodi. I mean, listen, it was the camera a little shaky, but you know, Hey, it's better than, than not, not having it. it. So exactly. I hope coach Breslin, let me know if that Ramapo game is streamed on, uh, it's going to be streaming <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, we have our first guest in the waiting room. Should I let her in? Did we do? I apologize for the uh, the quick absence. My my apologies on that. Did okay. We, did we do Sparta PB recap? We didn't. Okay. And I, you know what? We're gonna save that for the pick segment because I'm wearing green tonight, and <laughs> someone's gonna be answering to me with the green. <laughs> Coach Breslin's also saying, check out the Hortoing game this week. Spider Cam is coming. Ooh, so what, what's the Spider? I don't cam? know. We gotta Ooh. see. Ooh. We gotta this see. Sounds intriguing. But uh, all right, so we're gonna save that last Sparta at PV. We can't. We gotta give the results. All right, give yeah. the results. But I'm just. Give, I'm not gonna say anything until I get to my pick yeah, segment. Of course. So ahead. we okay. had, you know, Passaic Valley experienced their first loss at the hands of Sparta this week, uh, forty-eight to twenty-seven. So we will revisit them in the pick segment at the end, as yep. you said. Yep. So. But uh, moving on, we do have our first guest in the waiting room. So I'm going to let her in. And while we are getting her set, um, just a reminder that this is Coach Gianna Durso 
from West Essex. She is a former West Essex graduate, played three sport. I'm going to brag about you a little bit, Gianna. Hello, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. We, uh, former three sport athlete at West Essex, field hockey, basketball, and lacrosse, played lacrosse at Monmouth University, and now returns to West Essex as part of the coaching staff for field hockey and lacrosse, actually. But tonight we're here to talk about the West Essex field hockey program. So welcome, Gianna. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. No, so, thank so. you. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll give you one more tidbit about Gianna. I have to say, I coach Gianna in basketball. It was an absolute pleasure to have her. Actually, Jenna, one of my favorite all-time basketball stories was one of our home games. Remember with the ponytail tug? Oh, yeah. yeah that was <laughs> and she's also one of my, now I'm just going to make myself sound old. She also is one of my, I didn't have her in class directly, but one of my former students. So we can see the... Uh, the time oh, you sound age. old. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to mention anything. I'm not saying anything about my age. <laughs> but uh, again, thanks, Gianna, for coming. And I think you have our first question yeah. for Gianna. I do, I do. Thank you again, Coach, for coming. Um, you were a player at West Essex winning four state titles. Yes, four state titles. <laughs> uh, can you elaborate on the West Essex field hockey uh, winning tradition? <laughs> uh, it is like nothing else. Um, I can honestly say it's such an honor to have played for them um, and now come back um, and coach for them. Um, Jill Cost does such an amazing job with it, and I think it stemmed from Linda Alimi before that. Um, they, we really pride ourselves, to be honest, on tradition, hard work, teamwork, um, on and off the field, and just really like digging into the times where things aren't always so great um, and kind of learning how to overcome them. And um, I think the biggest thing too is being mentally tough and physically stronger than your opponents. So um, it really prepares you for life, college sports. You know, there was nothing like West Essex field hockey. Um, and I really think it's like the core values that really haven't changed. I mean, the times have changed, the styles have changed, but the core values behind it have not. Um, just hard work, teamwork, dedication, and just being mentally, physically, um, you know, tougher and stronger than everyone else. Uh, one more question to piggyback off of that and uh, yeah. going off script already. But, um, <laughs> and, and again, I don't want to use the word, I know we're talking high school sports. So when I say the word pressure, it's, I know it's not like a professional or college, but as a player and then as a coach, would you say there was um, one more than the other where you feel a little more pressure? Yeah, absolutely. I think to um, Ali Casera and I were freshmen on varsity our freshman year, and we, that was the first year we had won, I think, in a few years. Um, and I remember winning it my freshman year and being like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And then for us, it was just an expectation. Like there was nothing less than a state championship. Um, and we put so much pressure on ourselves and not in a, in a bad way, but you just, it was right. like expected. And, you know, by our junior year, we were going for three state championships. And that was, I think, um, the furthest or the, the longest reigning at the time. Um, and I remember our senior year being like, wow, like we're about to do something that no other team has done. And I remember being seniors and being like, you, we added that pressure on ourselves, I think a little bit more than anybody else. Um, but there definitely was, a pressure. Uh, but again, I think Jill always prepared us and, and Diane Simmons at the time was our assistant coach. And, you know, I really think they prepared us like um, you have to be mentally strong in order to excel in this program. Um, and I really think it prepared us for life, you know, and the things that were going to come after that. But there was definitely, and I, I think too, just in general, West Essex field hockey holds themselves to a higher caliber of, you know, play that it's, 
almost more than high school sports. It's, you know, it, it's way more than that. Um, but I think we all know what we're getting into, you know, when we choose to put that uniform on and, you know, represent ourselves, but also represent the history of West Essex field hockey. You know, we don't want to, we always used to say, oh my gosh, what are the alumni thinking? Like, you know, like you're like, oh my gosh, we don't want to be the team to let them down. Like, you know, so you add those pressures, but in a, I guess in a good way and kind of overcome them for sure. Um, Yeah. Very, very well said. So, you know, I, I believe that there are 19 state championships, I believe it is, that they have earned state titles dating back to like 1971. You know, you guys now, the 2020 team, if I'm not mistaken, are back-to-back Group 2 champions. There's a recent 2016 Tournament of Champions victory, which is something new that didn't exist when I was playing. Um, you know, so you guys get off to a 3-0 and start this year. You know, like you said, we're defending Group 2 champions. Um, you're outscoring your opponents 24-1. to um, and then you guys get hit with that two-week shutdown. So I guess my question is, how did you guys stay motivated and in touch during that time period? And how was it when you finally got back into action um, this week? Uh, I have to honestly say kudos to our team because they were, they knew. So we had kind of talked about like if and when, you know, this happens because obviously, you know, you have to kind of, assume oh, that yeah. this be prepared potentially yeah. be yeah be prepared <laughs> for it. be prepared for it um so i have to say they didn't skip a beat we heard about it friday morning we were shut down we were on a team zoom right after school and we tried to keep a consistent um schedule throughout so the girls every morning um each coach had kind of a job on what we were doing so i was post- posting a half hour workout um, and the Jill cost was posting um, on, on our Google classroom. So we stay connected through Google classroom, um, all stick work and um, breaking down film. So we were kind of uh, integrated that way. And then Noel um, Gomez Tundo recently married is our goalie coach. So she was posting stuff like footwork and things for the goalies to do. So they kind of, they were never left alone or left to wonder what they were supposed to do. Um, and then we would zoom every day, just as if we were, just our regular practice time, um, go over film, go over highlight, and just touch in and see, you know, how are the girls doing? Because this is so much more than just field hockey. It's such a mentally, I think we're in a different state. So it's kind of checking in to make sure the girls are okay and, you know, that they're working out. And I think one thing that we shared with them is um, this two weeks, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. So like, what are you doing on your own when no one's watching? And those are, I th- and I told the girls and Jill and Noel, we kind of reiterated it as a coaching staff. That's what separates good teams from great teams. What are you doing when we're not there? How are you um, getting better? So the girls were always doing stick work. They were always doing um, their runs. And, and I have to share, they're so funny. They're so competitive, which is like <laughs> so nice. I love it. Uh, they, I guess, had a group chat going where they were sharing their runs. So like the map, my run. So they literally knew what oh, times so, people yeah. were getting and like, you didn't that's want to put them yeah, yeah. Like, that out. Like, <laughs> that's um, good. So they honestly, like, we kind of gave them the tools, but it was on them, and they were outstanding, not missing a beat in those two weeks. Um, and then we came to practice Sunday night, and they were just full of energy, full of life, and just excited to be back together because they were doing everything individually. Um, and then we played on Monday, and. I swear it was like letting like caged animals out. They were just like, we're here, like, (laughs) and we're ready. So it was really, we were really impressed with them because they could have easily kind of taken the, 
you know, the easy way out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. You made me just think of like, what was it? Sandy. When we had Sandy and we were shut down for a few days, like in the area, I was in Montville at the time. And I think I didn't see my kids for like a week. Like there was no school. This is before Zoom, right? So there was a, and I remember that first day back, you just totally reminded me of it. I remember one of my captains getting out of her car and literally like, and we were practicing just running to the field. Like she was just so excited to see her teammates and be back. So I can only imagine like, Caged animals, yeah. the perfect analogy. <laughs> they were literally like, wow. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is great. I mean, better that way than the Oh, that's nice to hear. Coach, hear. real quick, I just want to interrupt you a couple of comments. Uh, this is from Kenny Kirkpatrick, uh, co host from the KNK Sports Show. He's from Maryland. He's saying, Gianna, thank you for all you do and best of luck this season from Maryland. And I don't want to know if I want to say this name incorrectly, so help me. There's a Dominica, Dominica Fernicola saying, go West Essex field hockey. <laughs> That's so. actually Natalie Carnival's grandma. There you oh, go. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Very nice. All right. So uh, I'm back on my question. Um, you're defending, like uh, Jen did say, defending back-to-back Group 2 state champions. With this year's uncertainty of a quote-unquote, you know, like state playoff or anything like that, what would, like, what would you want to see? You know, like how would you – or again, like, what would you like the state to do, or what would be fair? Or, you know, what do you girls want to do? Because obviously, I mean, you guys are a team that you know you're going to be there. So, you know, best I guess best case scenario. Uh, we so we always say, uh, uh, as an athlete, just as a competitive person myself, it, it kills me that the furthest that we can go this year is a sectional state championship. I personally think if we're able to be out there, th- this is just my you know being me and wanting to go as far as i can um it it kills me for the group that could go for three full state championships like i would want them to go all the way because at this point if you can play why can't you just play another you know week longer or something like that um i i understand like the health reasons behind it but the athlete in me is like well if we're out here we're playing why are we going to stop you know if we don't have to kind of thing um but our goal for the girls is well if the state sectional finals the furthest that we can go then we win that then that's you know where we're going and you know unfortunately you have to i don't know what you would call it then three state you know you know because you can only go so far but Mm -hmm. we have to go as far as we can and you know hopefully get there and you know earn the right to be there kind of thing my question for you, Gianna, is to talk a little bit about rivalries. Um, you know, when I was in high school, our big rival was um, Shawnee, right? They were number one in the state, you know, and then, uh, you know, my senior year, we beat them. And then I feel like it kind of shifted a little bit since, um, you know, you guys, when you were in high school, used to play against Oak Knoll. You know, again, two to- you and Oak Knoll, two top teams in the state, in the country, we could even argue. And now they're in your conference, right? So you guys have that. It Would you say, standing back to like when you were in high school and kind of following through to now, what would you say like the biggest rivalry is for West Essex field hockey right now? Uh, I definitely think it's Oak Knoll um, and, and, you know, Eastern, Eastern. I mean, Eastern Shawnee, Oak Knoll, those are always the top schools. Um, Definitely Oak Knoll, because I think there's an inner rivalry of like the North Jersey, you know, like that's the team. um, And a lot of them play club together. Uh, They play club field hockey and lacrosse together. So, you know, it's like that 
friend frenemy kind of you want to like you want the bragging rights for who's showing up to the club or you know club team or whatever like something like that but uh I definitely think it's open all and that was even when I played um that was definitely one of our biggest rivals but when I played we used to play them as an independent game Mm -hmm. and it was always right before the um we always played them right before the state tournament started um just it was a great preparation going in kind of like to give you a wake-up call of you know what to expect and the, the level that you needed to play and rise up to and kind of challenge yourself and see where the team's gone and you know grown into so definitely open all are we ready for a little rapid, a little fire? rapid fire absolutely right. our next segment gianna we call it rapid fire we're just going to do a couple quick they're meant to be a little quick but our first okay. two questions are not really too too quick so feel free to expand yeah. all right i'll start it off <laughs> best west essex field hockey memory either as a player or a coach you're only allowed one <laughs> I mean, with all your titles, you can probably write a book. But I mean, (laughs) only one. Only one. I loved our win coaching. It was definitely winning that fourth state championship as a senior, without a doubt. It was the greatest feeling ever. Very nice. Nothing You mentioned before um, that West Essex field hockey is full of traditions, right? So my question for you is, what is your favorite West Essex field hockey tradition? Snoopy's. Oh, yay! That's mine! <laughs> Nobody would understand that. No. Not Kelly either. All right. Question three. Question three. And I'm actually going to change this question right on the fly. I was going to ask you, you cannot answer Fortes because we've gone to Fortes. The best pizza place in the West Essex area. Angeloni's. Oh, we've been there too. I'm a fan of Angeloni's. I like the thin. Oh, or you know. Michelangelo's though. <laughs> different, different. I don't want to. I don't know who's listening. So, what's the one? The second one you said, Michelangelo's. Yeah, That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> we always we ask and then we try them. Yeah, so. we try. Because I, I just realized, like thin crust, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> But you got to get the square well done. It's got to be well done. <laughs> All right, that's good. Wait, Beelan's asking a question. Has West Essex won an idol, another title after she left? Yes, I mean, since you've since you've been in high school, how many titles have you guys won? Since I've been in high school. Yeah, well, yeah, well, add your four and then going forward. What year did you graduate, Gianna? I graduated, oh gosh, uh, I graduated in 2009. Right, so And then in 2010. Right, so there's four there. That's four. Then I think I took my notes diligently before. The past two years, 2016, 2013. Yeah, 19, 18, 16. That's as, I think... They definitely won another three since, since she's graduated. At, at least, yeah. At so least it's at least seven. I've been coaching, so three. three so there's your know. answer, seven. Yeah, well, at, well, at least. I, I don't know right. if I missed one in between when Gianna left. At least seven. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your last uh, rapid? Well, my last rapid fire. All right. This is, uh, you have to choose between Under Armour, Adidas, and Nike. What are you going with? Nike. Nike. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> nice and easy. Easy peasy. All right, Gianna. Oh, I have a quick question before you go. I know you guys during that two-week hiatus on your schedule had been the Oak Knoll matchup. So is that getting rescheduled or you guys don't know? Yeah? It is. We're definitely okay. rescheduling it. I know it's uh, figuring out when – because we can only play three games in a week, so mm-hmm. trying to 
maneuver around the schedule, but that's a game that we definitely are going to be playing. Knock on wood that this is all, you know, still all safe and everything like that. So. Yeah. Just a little comment from your brother on Facebook okay. saying with the question about uh, how many titles, he said too many to count. So that's just very accurate. <laughs> and then Rob Neely's <laughs> chiming in saying, so she has more rings than Coach Belichick yeah. from the Patriots. Huh? Wait, we didn't even get to her lacrosse rings. So yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so she definitely does. There's a few lacrosse ones in there too, correct? There you go. Hardly competitive. We got a hardly competitive. <laughs> oh, Gianna, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule for coming in. Uh, it was a pleasure to see you, even though virtually, and hopefully we can maybe follow up with you throughout the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you so Coach. Much. Good luck and get another ring. I mean, that's thank it. Thank you. And I just have to say, Jen has not changed since I had her or was my teacher in like third grade. So. <laughs> Whatever you're taking, that, that keep the age <laughs> limit going. Keep keep the age. Thank, thank you, Johnny. Made me feel less old. <laughs> thank you, guys, so thank much. you Coach. Have a nice Bye, Gianna. Good night. Bye. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Thank you again for Coach for yeah, uh, coming on. Nice. Yep. Again, you know what? She is a um, she's a rarity. She's she's uh, you know, she's one of those people that when you coached her, you kind of always knew she had that coaching coaching gene i would say you know so it's really nice to see her uh come back give back to the program and she's a great role model awesome. for those yep. kids and like we said she coach breslin was saying great job and uh, like you're saying like you're you know like i asked the question about the the pressure and stuff like that but you know she's honest you know mm -hmm. like that it's a different standard where yep. you don't want to let the other people down you know like we we've heard that i mean again i i've coached at ramapo and you coached at st mary's you know and even lynnhurst like has that where it's like you're playing not just for yourself and your team, but you're also playing for, you know, the people before you, and you have that kind of obligation. You know, I, I have to say, having coached her, and she mentioned one of her teammates, Ali Casera, who was another three-sport athlete, um, you know, field hockey, basketball, and lacrosse, and they were just that competitiveness, but not to the, like, when it was game time game on like and they demanded of themselves they demanded of their teammates and um it's just you know you're just when you have athletes like that you're just yep. uh those it was it was really fun to coach those guys you feel like yeah. getting in a little debate we want to do our debate let's right get a now. little debate okay. i like the little debate this is like our life but we'll do it on air you know we got coach breslin we got kenny we got beal and we got neely so, so chime I want, in. yeah i want to get them to chime in because here's the and you know what it's a great segue of you know the winning at West Essex, mm -hmm. okay? Because there's probably a lot of those games where they're just better than the other team. You know, you know it. Games can get ugly. Am I am I correct? Oh, or absolutely. Games yeah, can get ugly, and you know we have football coaches here, baseball coaches, and so again, everybody chime in because it is like where listen, it's a debatable thing. So it is one part. One is other teams feelings like should you worry about other teams feelings or two do you have to get your work in and you know we can talk about i think a couple different sports are different because again i can i think that um when you talk on basketball i mean you know you, you see some teams if they're going to full court press have a full court press on and the score is you know 42 to 3 that's a different animal, and you just keep pressing. The team can't get the ball past half court, which is possible. I mean, you've coached, you've played, you've mm -hmm. probably seen it on both sides. Right, has, right. Definitely. I mean, I've yep. seen it, mm -hmm. and um, Bealen's already saying no feelings get that work. But on another level, and you take football for instance, all right, and 
Coach Breslin would be great on this. You know, you got. Uh, I'm going to talk strictly as offense. You have to get specific work in. You know, so when you look at a score, you look at a score and now you say, okay, the score was 42-6 or it's 42-6 at half. What do you do? See, here's the thing. That 42 points can be very deceiving because you're on offense. You just threw, you know, we have two pick sixes or you fumble and our defense picks it up. Now, 21 points, the offense haven't t- the offense hasn't even touched the ball. That's a specific so, scenario. A specific scenario. So does that mean now, okay, call off the dog. See, I think though, and again, there's some, listen, there's programs you can look where, you know, scoring 70 points and seven, you know, that's a different animal. But a 56 to six score doesn't mean you're running up the score. You know, like, as an offense, you have to get some stuff in. You just can't expect to say, I'm going to play one half, I'm not going to throw the ball, and now in a big game three weeks down the road, your kids have never played more than a half, and you're telling your court, okay, we have to, you know, the passing game has to work today. How do you practice that? We have a fundamental difference of opinion on this one. I am a believer in the fact that I want to teach my players to be gracious in winning and in losing, number one. And I am not saying that I'm not going to get my work in, but I think there's a way to do that and not humiliate another team. And that is a valuable lesson for my players to learn when they're on the winning end of things. I also think that if you're saying you need to get your work in against a team that you're beating 42 to nothing, what No, 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 no. not saying 42 nothing. I'm saying you got to get your work in that week. You know, you do practice all week. Can I finish? You can finish. Not cut me off. I'm not going to go ahead. So, the, um, you, what value, even if it's a team you know that you're going to be beating 42 nothing, what value is that work going to be? It's not going to be as valuable for you. It's not. It's not. You're probably going to get better work against your own squad. But so. but I'm saying is, can you set it? Can you, instead of saying, okay, you know, I have to, like, I feel obligated. Like, why? And again, high school is not college. High, and pros is a different level. But even in college, like, why can't you just go and say, listen, I know we're going to beat this team bad, but we're going to play three quarters. We're playing three quarters. Like, I'm not even going to look at that scoreboard. I don't think we're that's gonna, right. But, I don't. But, but, like, but why do you have to put a three-quarter limit on it? Like, it's not – if a game is going in a certain way, I don't think going in you can say three quarters. I think you have to see how the game is going. You have to see what the score is. You know, I don't think you want to humiliate another team. I, I don't. I'm sorry. And okay, I think but Coach Breslin's saying it's no fun to play those games. Sometimes bad teams try to get back in the game by throwing, which increases the scores. Yes, but you still can't beat up teams. Get the other kids in the second half. Yeah. Play the first year to come out in the second half and get them out to protect them from injury. You know what? I also like what Coach Breslin is saying there. Now, again... Well, I'm nearly saying your intelligent wife is correct. <laughs> I also think that it, it varies sport to sport slightly. For example, I was a lacrosse coach, and there's a 10-goal rule. You get it to 10. That's like an acceptable difference in you know the score. You get it to 10, it can go uh, running clock, right? So... I know that I can start to get my other kids in to other areas, like even before it gets to 10, try to get those kids in. If, if like Coach Breslin is saying, teams close the gap, then you can widen it again. You know, you know, you have the ability to widen it. But yeah, I think that sports are, you know, specific to how you can handle it as well. Okay, we got this is a good topic because we got a couple, couple, <laughs> couple of topics coming in. in. All right. <laughs> Neely saying, as an official, let's, let's take hoops. You're up 20 and dominating. Pull back. All right. Neely Which saying, in baseball, 
which speaks to your full court press. I mean, we've right. seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it when I've scouted. I've seen it when I've played, coached. You know, like you're you're up twenty nothing in the first quarter. You come out in the second quarter. You're still in your full court press. Right. Yeah. Neely saying in baseball, get to the mercy rules. That's a different right. sport because right. that's not time. That thing can end quick. Yeah. You can get to the five, right. whatever, five and a right. half or four and a half. Mm-hmm. Get that end. Again, that. field hockey and lacrosse have a, a running clock. You can get it to a certain goal differential, and then the clock runs to speed up the game. Now, Neil. Also, I'm going to say this in certain, which I don't think you can do in football. I mean, there's certain things you can do in football. With the clock like we were talking about this earlier this week right. run the balls or right the clock but but, but also and i think coach president said this too though but it's also on your opponent if you're down 42 to 6 don't throw the ball right. three times and right. stop the clock right just right, right, right. run the done. ball right. and get right. the hell out of there right you know when you throw it incomplete throw it incomplete throw it incomplete what are you supposed to do on offense now? Yeah. I mean, I also in lacrosse is a, a game of possession. You can pull it out. I mean, we used to practice. We used to have a delay if we were like up by one goal where we wanted to delay and stall on the clock. But we'd use that same type of system if we were up by a lot and we didn't want to go to goal. You know, right. so we would. And you know what, though? Similar again to what Coach Breslin said, it's not fun. You know, it's also not fun for the other team. It's fun for no one when you get. But you know what? I'd rather I would rather do that than than you know pump in another seventeen goals. Right. All right. Neely uh, Beelan's asking a great question, saying he's asking Neely, but we'll ask you know we could take the as the panel. What if the younger kids run it up? You know, like again, how can I tell you you're now a sophomore, you're a sophomore running back in a good football program, right? We're gonna go we'll, we'll go Ramapo. You're a sophomore. The stands are packed. I mean, it's not 2020, but stands are packed. You're in a varsity game. Are you not going to try your best to? Are you not going to try your best and try to score? That that is. I'm not going to lie. That is a little bit of a conundrum because I used to feel bad and I try to do something a little bit differently for my kids who would go in after we were already in our stall tactic, let's say, and my younger kids would get in and they're biting at the chomp to want to score a goal, you know. And here I am, we're in Mustang, slowing things down. Um, so no, you know, and again, different sports are different. So I'm speaking specifically to lacrosse on this, but you know there would be a time where I would go green and we would, we would be able to go again, you know? Right. So I would try to give, I would try to give them that opportunity because what he says is totally right. That stinks for those younger kids finally get in and it's like right. you're holding them back almost. So yeah. Right. And then, I do think there's ways to make it work. I really do. It's and, not easy. And, and, and here's to one more thing. And again, I love these. We're going to do a debate every week. This is great. <laughs> but no, no, but, and, and Neely's saying, again, amen, Kurt, this drives me crazy when a team is down 20 in hoops and then they start pressing when the leading team puts their bench in. Mm-hmm. That's just like, and listen, I'm not going to mention names, yeah. but at St. Mary's, some teams used to do this. Yeah. You're up You're up big. You take your starters out. Their defense, that, well, now their ridiculous. defense starts blitzing the young yeah. kids, you know, set, and you, listen, the, the, the second and third, I mean, some of those second string kids, you know, we, you know, you can't block four plays. Now you're having, you know, seniors coming in, sending like all these exotic blitzes and stuff. See, that's wrong. No, I, I agree. Just like that's Neely's wrong. saying, I'm trying to do the right thing. Right, you're, you're trying do to that. do the right thing, yeah. and that's where you know a lot of teams do do that. Yep. You know, and well, that's. Now, I'm going to give you the converse on that, and not a converse necessarily, but you know, there would be teams, and we've talked about this too. Let's say, you know teams who haven't been as good and you've you've beat up on them a little bit now they kind of the tables are turned and they want to like you know yeah they want to get back and, at and you. coach breslin saying the issue that i have is that when the second team comes in the bad team start blitzing on them and keep yep. some of the first uh, well, teams that, in that's bad been part of coach. some bad teams Absolutely. as well i would let the second team run the offense the correct way but the bad team right it, it, it's it's 
you know, I, I used to say to my players, especially when... Nearly saying that's when the whistles come out. Yeah. I used to say to my players when we would play a team, especially when we had cross... Like if they were very good in field hockey and we were better than them in lacrosse and they maybe ran it up on us and my kids want, were wanting to like return that favor and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, we're not going to do what they do. We're not going to do that. I'm sorry. We're going to be gracious in our winning. We're the better team. We got out of here. We know we're the better team. Running it up isn't going to do anything. Now, Beelan's making this point and I believe he's talking baseball. He's saying in high school, we had a 16 nothing lead in the second mm-hmm. inning. We took the starters out. The score was 16 to 10 at the fourth. And now your starters can't come back. Well, in. Again, that, that's, that's a sport specific issue. Now, my question is you're up 16, nothing. I mean, is there like when, what's how many innings? Don't you only have to go four innings. And once you get to the mercy rule in baseball, four and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're to visit, I mean, you got, you're right. You got to get up five times. Yeah. So, so, I know that's right. That's tough. That's tough. I know. I don't. I. I mean, in football, you're probably not going to see that. You know, in basketball, like high school, right, you just teams that's, are so that's dominant. Like a sport specific issue. But this specific, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and again, like, what do you tell the kid? Just go up and see. I think honestly, it's worse if you're going to go and embarrass and just tell the team, "All right, go up and bunt and try to get out." Like, you know, in baseball, like, what are you going to tell? Right. Just don't swing or swing at anything. Like, make it a mockery. I think that's worse. You know, you got to get up. You got to play. I mean, listen, you, you don't steal, you don't right, suicide, things, you know, yeah. you don't suicide bunt, you don't I mean, do stuff every, like that. Every kid knocking it out of the park? I mean, like, you know, in, in that game, I, right. I don't know, you know, that, like you're saying, are you doing other things, though, that you But it's hard, stop you know, it, it, it's, it is. it's, it's, not, it's hard. not easy, it's not easy, and you know what, if you're Nearly going, saying the yums will take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going into, this is another thing I used to take issue with with other coaches, was that I'm going into a game that I know is going to be a lopsided victory, why do I have to wait until it's 10 nothing? to start to get my players in like if I have those younger like I can start to cycle kids in like you know and I know that other especially if it's that lopsided I mean there's teams that would struggle to get possession struggle to you know even get a shot on goal you know I can do other things you know to kind of manage the game a little bit better again great debate I mean you know it's and you know what it's not it's a problem because it just you know, like like Coach Buzz and saying, Rob listen. Rob just said it's called game it, management. It, it, I, I agree. Is, but you manage the game. Exactly. You know, yep. it, it, teams are going to do it. Teams, you know, like, the, the, the and again, like, we're talking about the teams that are down. You know, don't throw the ball down 42 nothing. Just get out of there. You know? Right. And then when the other team takes their starters out, don't try to be heroes and blitz and press and try to make it closer when it shouldn't. I do like another thing that Coach Breslin said about um, – also worrying about injury i feel like i've coached mm-hmm. in games where it's lopsided and you fear that the yeah. other especially in a game again like lacrosse where they're wielding sticks and you're worried that a check is going to slash a kid's head finger arm you know so now beelan saying coach rigs in baseball gave me the green light anytime i'd still win by eight nine runs i don't care i'm playing hard all the time rob neely saying it all comes down to coaches the coaches that know what they're doing versus coaches coaching for a stipend. Well, you know what? I, I what a hundred percent, hundred percent. That's I'm a gonna, great point. I'm going to call Beelan out on that a little bit because as a coach, a varsity coach who goes to all conference, all county, and all state selection meetings at the end of the season, you know what? What good is it that you stole three bases in a game where you won ten nothing? That's padding your stats. So you know, we would we would look at we would look at 
scorers and say, eh, you know what, great, she scored this. What did she do against the top team? Oh, she didn't score. Oh, where did she get her five-goal game? In a game you won 12 nothing. You know, so you, you just, just a lot of things to take in, into consideration with that. You, you play hard. Who doesn't play hard? I'm as competitive as they come. I can play hard, but I can also play fair, and I can play graciously. Right. And last thing, Bielan's saying, you know, if you're up so high in football, punt the ball first down. See, I think that's the embarrassing part where you start doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. me personally, like, to me, that would be like, if I'm if I'm that coach and I'm getting beat and the team's doing that, that's more embarrassing to me than a team, you know, listen, as long as they're not running flea flickers and double reverses and stuff like that, if they're just beating you on normal football. Right, not just turning it into right, a clown right, show. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. All right, good debate, good topic. Very great debate. All right, Jenny Hoops, you're up for your field uh, week in field hockey. Week in field hockey review. So last week... I kind of picked my quote-unquote sleeper team in Pequonic. Okay. I guess I should call them like a resurging team because they're not really a sleeper, but they had a huge, uh, I'm going to call it a monumental win this week um, against Madison, which is a um, historically strong program. They were ranked 16th in the state at the time. They are, I'd say they're probably a little bit down this year, as our guest Sandy Seegers um, you know, said last week, but still, they, they won convincingly for nothing. They remain undefeated at 7-0, and and I definitely feel that they are a team to watch not only Morris County, but in postseason play. Another strong Morris County team is Morristown Beard, who didn't start their season, interestingly enough, until October 15th, but they did get off to a 3-0 and start, and they were a uh, Morris County finalist last year. Mm-hmm. We just had Gianna on, um, you know, representing West Essex and Essex County, um, and as she said, the uh, that Oak Knoll game, as soon as that's rescheduled, no, no be county a game tournament, to watch, correct? You know? I believe not. You know, we should have confirmed with her, but I don't think there are county tournaments. Okay. I think that across the board, if I'm not mistaken, um, in Bergen County, Northern Highlands remains undefeated and remains strong. And the other team that I have an eye on in Bergen County is Ramsey, who did suffer their first defeat this week, um, or I guess last week actually, where. Um, an out-of-conference play at Johnson, who's a Union County team. But Northern Highlands and Ramsey will face off on October 31st, so that'll be a good game to watch. And my Passaic County team to watch is Wayne Valley, who also remains undefeated at 6-0. and um, They did not play that uh, Passaic County final rematch that was scheduled for October 21st, but look for it on November 9th. Okay. So that's a little field hockey in review. Awesome. All right, our last segment. Are our last segment. Our, we're ready to roll. Here we go. Our picks for the week. Our picks for the week and our updated standings. Last week, yours truly and Mr. Kirkpatrick went 8-1. Jenny Hoops and Mr. Beelan both went 6-3. and three. I think so. I believe you guys. So with the updated standings, Mr. Kirkpatrick from Maryland. We're going to hear this ridiculous <laughs> comment. How is he leading? But he is. He's 16 and 5. He's Jersey born and bred. Yeah. <laughs> um, he knows his stuff. One game lead over you, two game lead over me. And listen, I mean, Beelan's even tanking in the high school football picks. <laughs> Beelan's tanking in everything. Uh, and you know, there he is. Is the Maryland guy on top? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, he is. The Maryland guy is on top. Um, but let's get to the picks. All right. By the way, this, this it's a running comment now, which is awesome. This debate has everyone going at I each other, it. so the, that's great. The debate of a, it was a good topic. It's a great, a great topic. topic. Can always be revisited. Yeah, absolutely. There's more, definitely more to be said. All right, so let's get to our picks. All right, so our first game for Week 5 competition that we will be focusing on is 0-4 
Paramus Catholic at two and two St. Joe's. Okay. How do you want to go? After? I'll go. I'll go. Me, Kenny, Beelan. How's that? Okay. I got all different things to consult here. So okay. Give me a second. So I am picking St. Joe's. Neely's asking, "Is Johnny tanking for Trevor?" He's tanking in everything, <laughs> Neely. Everything. Uh, all right. So you're going St. Joe's. I'm going St. Joe's. Okay. Kenny is going St. Joe's by a score of twenty-eight to twelve. Okay. And. Mr. Beelan is going St. Joe's ooh, by a score of 28 to 10. 28 to 10. And you? Okay, I am going to go St. Joe's, and I am going to – I'm not going to be so gracious this week, but uh, listen, St. Joe's only two losses have been to number one and number two, St. Peter's and Bergen Catholic. I think they take it out on PC. I'm going to go 47-7 St. Joe's over PC. All right, just to give the audience a heads up, we had selected DePaul at St. Peter's yes. Prep, but that one's Which not would have been a nice, a good one. I know, and Woodridge at Clifton, which also would have been... Woodridge at Clifton, yeah. yep. Mm -hmm. And now, so moving on to 4-0 Wayne Hills at 0-4 Hackensack. And if I'm not mistaken, this Shh, is... don't say that too loud. Coach Bresley's listening <laughs> to Wayne Hills. But if Hills. I'm not mistaken, that's one of the games where they picked up opponents because they... They had a switch, correct? I believe so. Yeah, which again, I give. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. But, okay. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm picking Wayne Hills. Okay. Kenny is picking Wayne Hills, 34 to 12. He says um, Hills keeps rolling is his comment. Okay. And Belin has Wayne Hills, 38 to 14. All right. I am also gonna go to. Um, I'm also gonna take Wayne Hills. Um, Hackensack has two tough, uh, two tough, uh, has four tough losses to all good teams. Um, I believe they play tough. I want to say one of their coaches um, just got sick, um, has to, is not able to coach. So um, sad situation there. But I think the kids are going to rally. I think those kids will play tough. But I think Wayne Hills fourteen seven as Wayne Hills gets ready for the showdown next week against Ramapo. So I'm going to go 14-7. Uh, but again, I think in a close one. All right, which brings us to a Ramapo game. So we have 2-2 two and two Paramus at 1-1 one and one Ramapo. I'm going with Ramapo. They are, correct me if I'm wrong, they, they lost, ended their streak. Uh -huh. We have them predicted as raring to go. Uh -huh. Then that game gets postponed. So now they've been on a little hiatus. I think that Gianna's description of a caged animal might uh -huh. be an apt description of Ramapo for Coach Breslin saying, please pick Wayne Hills. We want them next week. <laughs> so, yep. All right. So I'm going with Ramapo. All right. All right. Mr. Kirkpatrick is going with Ramapo. He said slow start, um, big halftime adjustment. He picks them 23 to 13. Wait a minute. Hold on. Say that again. He said that they'll have a slow start. Who said that? Mr. Kirk. All right, so he better hold that because I'm not saying that to Coach Gibbs. Slow start. That's that's Kirkpatrick. Hey, he, those are his comments. Listen, he had the dark Punisher him. coming after him. He might have you know Coach Gibbs coming after him. And then we have Mr. Beelin picking Ramapo as well by a score of 21 to 14. All right, I'm gonna make this. I've said this for the past two weeks since the Ramapo game got canceled. It's just gonna be. And again, no disrespect to Paramus, but wrong place, wrong wrong mm -hmm. time. I just think, um, like you're saying, Ramapo, they haven't played. They still got that bitter taste of that last-second defeat to Riverdale, and they got the big one next week. I'm going 41-13 
Ramapo. I think I, the I offense agree. comes I think out. It's going to be a big win, and I, I think it's going to be a big win, and it sets up the monster showdown next yeah, week yeah. against Wayne Hills. Be like our game of the week. <laughs> Nearly saying they'll be celebrating at Market Basket by halftime. <laughs> I love Market Basket. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to take a ride up there this weekend, hopes. <laughs> All right, our next one is 3-0 and Becton at 2-1 and Hasbrook Heights. This was a tough one. Very tough yeah. one. And what's funny is um, I remember you referring to Becton, you know, once, and I was like, I didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. But then we drove by the school, and I'm pretty sure I watched a basketball game yes, there. Yes, you did. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Hasbro Heights now. That was a tough. This was a tough one for me to select. I think it's going to be a close game. Coach Breslin saying, "Let's hope so." We're, we're meaning celebrating, yes. without practicing. <laughs> All right, you're going. I'm sorry, hoops. I went with Hasbro Heights. You went with Hasbro Heights. Close one. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, Coach Breslin saying, Jenny, I went to high school there. Oh, get out. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. I didn't know what I didn't know that it was a school. The Bergen County. There's so many Bergen County schools. I'm an Essex County girl. There it is. All right. So um, Hasbro Heights. Kenny has Hasbro Heights. Um, I'm sorry. He has Becton, 1614. Okay. And Mr. Beelan has Becton, 2621. All right. Couple of comments Ooh, coming in. Kenny saying Ramapo is in my blood, Kurt. I would never, I'd never pick against him. Coach Breslin's going to kick the garbage can, and fire the kids at half. <laughs> All right, this look, Kenny's steal. Kenny's got a camera here because he's seeing these my picks. I'm telling you this, my game of the week. Heights only lost to obviously a great Park Ridge. Becton undefeated, unscored upon so far, no points against them. Becton's going to give up points this week because Heights will score, but Becton's getting that win. I'm going 28. 28- 27 in game of the week. Wow. It's so hard to beat. Everybody Listen, very hard to beat Heights on a Friday night at Heights, but I think Becton does it. And I think Becton goes 28-27. Becton goes to 4-0 and with a, a huge, huge victory this week. Okay. Our next one is 3-1 and Pasek Valley at 2-1 and Jefferson. I am, I'm going to say this. I know you're going to talk a little bit more, so I won't say too much. Um, Sake Valley suffered their first loss last week at the hands of a good Sparta team. Um, you know, not that Jefferson is some slouch, but I am going, I think they're going to get back on track. I have full faith in them. I think, I think they're the type of kids who learn from adversity. So I'm going to pick PV. I got okay. PV. We've got Kenny has, I'm losing my thing here. Let's see, where's Kenny's, uh, Kenny has, ooh, PV scores uh, a touchdown on the last drive is his prediction and he has them winning 20 to 19. Um, Mr. Beelan's got PV over Jefferson by a score of 30 to 18. So Beelan's going with PV too. Yep. PV, I'm looking at you guys in the camera. I'm wearing green. Well, I'm wearing green for Ramapo, but I'm also wearing green for these guys because all year I kept saying they're going to run the table. They're going to run the table. But you know what? Listen, losing the Spartans, no, no. I mean, Spartans is a great program. And actually both of these teams – Sparta beat Jefferson, Sparta beat PV. So that's their only loss on both teams. I think they bounce back defensively. I, I'm going to go PV 20, Jefferson 13. So it's a clean sweep for PV. Mm-hmm. Don't disappoint me, PV. <laughs> All right, our next game is 3-1 and one Garfield at 1-2 and two Lyndhurst. Okay, I am going with, I'm kind of going with Garfield on the upswing and Lindhurst being on a little bit, I don't want to say the downswing, but I know, you know, again, they're, they're, you know, lost a lot to graduation. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to give the edge to Garfield in this one. 
Um, we have... Uh, so you're going Garfield. I'm going Garfield. Okay. Kenny is saying it's close until the fourth quarter, but ultimately Garfield pulls it out 20-7. to 7. And Belin is uh, actually predicting a big Garfield win and another Garfield shutout, if I'm reading uh, the handwriting correctly here, 28-0. to 0. Okay. So Garfield across the board so far. This is a tough game for me to pick. Coach Tuero, mm -hmm. Coach Santa Cruz. Both of our guys. Yep, I know. You know, and I'm going to be honest. It, it's Garfield has three shutouts, gave up, gave up 14 points in three games. But the problem is their offense. They have not scored. You know, like, listen, 14 points there, uh, 13 points versus Waldwick, six points versus Lodi. And this is going to be a great defensive matchups by defensive coaches. Two of the best in the bit. I mean, we got Coach Breslin on there. So anytime we say best in the biz, we're talking with Coach Breslin. But in this game, Coach Castagnetti, Coach Riggs, I think Linhurst, this is going to be my prediction. This is very hard for me to pick. Linhurst is going to have the lead, and I think Garfield's going to score late. I, you know, But Garfield, be careful. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Be careful. Linhurst got the win, got right. the confidence. I'm going to go Garfield 13 Linhurst seven in a defensive match uh, matchup between two great defensive coaches, but I am going to pick Garfield late with a touchdown to win 13-7. Okay, we were going to predict Ridgefield at Elmwood Park, but that's one that is postponed as well. I don't know if they're picking up different opponents, but that uh, that we don't have, so we'll scratch that. This one's tough for me. We've got two and two Montville at one and zero West Essex, and the reason it's tough for me is we have my alma mater West Essex the great coach and Chris Benequista and Montville, where I coached for 15 years. Again, with another great coach in Rick DeBonta. Who so three, you can't lose, basically, is what you're saying this week. There. No, you know what? You can look at it as you can't lose or you can't win. Right. I don't know. So um, I am going to go with West Essex. Um, I just, I don't know. I just feel, uh, just looking at the opponents and uh, just knowing what I know about the, the West Essex Athletes, I'm going to go with West Essex okay. on this one. Okay, we have uh, Kenny is picking. All right. <laughs> He's predicting hoops stays happy is his comment, but I don't think he realizes my Montville ties because he has West Essex winning 13-12, to 12, which, again, I, I will be happy. I hope it's a good game like Kenny predicts there. And then we've got um, Belin also picking West Essex 24-20. And you, KV? I am going to go, again, 28 days off. All right, 28 days off since West Essex has played. So it's a long time. It's a long time. That's why I didn't pick them last time. Yeah. Um, I think again. I think maybe a little more more advanced than uh, Montville in this one. I'm going to take West Essex 21-12. Okay. Our next matchup is Morris four and O Morris Hills at four and O Parsippany Hills. Another good game. Another good matchup. Um, I'm going Parsippany Hills. We've got uh, Kenny going Parsippany Hills, 34-27. Mm -hmm. And we've got Beelan picking another close one, but ultimately picking Par Hills. I, I can't keep up with 30. you on the board here. Say this again. Everybody's got Par Hills. Everybody's got Par Hills. Yeah, so we Par got Mars Hills at Parsippany Hills. All right, I got a problem here because I'm putting up uh, the wrong the wrong pick. So you're going too fast for me here. You know, you, you you got to give me a little. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're going too slow. I oh yeah, three, yeah. I got I 19 gave, things going I gave, on. I gave you sound three like picks. Kenny. We got Parsip. Well, Kenny and I do walk. All right, so everyone's taking, everyone's taking, everyone's taking Par Hills, right? Yep. Parsippany right. Hills. Well, you know and what? You? I'm taking Par Hills too. Okay. All right. Let me get. Let me just get my uh, my bearings here for a second. All right. So everyone's on the Par Hills bandwagon. 
Um, two great offenses. Park Hills beat Riverdale. Riverdale came back and what it was the one that beat Lynnhurst. Park Hills lost a sectional championship to Lynnhurst last year. Both teams, I think, good programs. Park Hills in a shootout. I'm going. I'm going with Kenny. 34, 27. Right, we're ready Great for game. That might one. be game. That might be another game of the week. Okay. Yeah. What else you got? Give we me. Got, give me we next. Have three more before three we more. go off. So let's fly through them here. We got two and two Rutherford at two and two Lodi. Okay. What do you got? Okay. I'm going. This is another one that's a hard one to pick. I'm going Lodi. And let's see. Ooh. Kenny's calling it an upset. He's got thirteen twelve Lodi. Okay. And Mr. Beelan has Rutherford. This is we we've agreed on so many tonight. There we go. So Beelan's going Lodi. No, no, no. no. Beelan's going Rutherford. Kenny's going Kenny Lodi. Kenny and I are going Lodi. Okay, and I am going um I'm gonna go Rutherford. You know, I think Lynnhurst lost a heartbreak. Um Lynnhurst. Um Lodi. Lodi lost a heartbreaker last week at Garfield, played their hearts out, and I think that loss is gonna kind of go into this weekend for them. Um I think Rutherford puts up points. I'm going to go 27-21 Rutherford over Lodi. All right. Our next matchup is 2-1 Teaneck at 3-0 Nutley. You know what's good about this one? What's two that? new teams with the two new logos. You know? You win. <laughs> hey, you start winning, you get on the board. That's what it is, you All know? Right. So I'm picking Nutley. Um, let's see. Where's Kenny here? Nutley. Uh, Kenny is picking Nutley 27-13. Beelan's picking Nutley, 28-22. So the three of us are going with Nutley. How about you? I am going with Nutley, too. I just think, um, again, 3-0. and Again, Teaneck's been a good program, but I, I don't know. I just I think uh, I'm going to go Tina, uh, Nutley just a little bit. Um, have a nice run. Neely's asking, how's Teaneck playing sports with their school? Clo- with their school, st- the school still closed? Seems that they are. The game's not canceled, yeah. so not yet. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's so. a clean board on a. Don't disappoint us, Nolly. We'll take that logo right off the screen <laughs> next week. <laughs> and our last game for predicting in week five is Hudson Catholic, who's two and two at four and zero. Del Barton. I'm going to go with Del Barton on this one. Um, is is that the correct one? Four and zero. Del Barton. I didn't think they were four and zero. Yes, they are. Yes, I they think are. They suffered their first no. loss. No. Okay. Nope. Alrighty. So four and zero. Del Barton. Kind of. Again, I'm gonna go back. I doubted them in that first week, and they've definitely. Yeah. Um, they've definitely impressed me. So uh, I'm picking Del Barton, and let's see. Kenny has Del Barton thirty-four to fourteen. He says they're making a case for themselves as um, one of the best private schools in the state, which is you know a huge statement coming uh, given the parochial school you know prowess that exists in our state. Okay. Um, Beelan also is picking Del Barton thirty-five to twenty-one. And you? I am going Del Barton also. Listen, I mean, they beat DePaul, Bosco, I mean, and more. Enough said. You know, uh, defense too tough for Hudson Catholic. I'm going to go 32-6 to Del Barton. Um, Kenny does have a question because Kenny always, um, which is very good, Kenny does come up with a... uh, Ask you to rank something? Ask us to rank. And his ranking is we're ready for his five. And I believe he's asking me... Ramapo, Wayne Hills, Northern Highlands, Ridgewood, and Riverdale. Okay. So if I got to answer that this year, I'm still going to be... Listen, 
it's tough because Riverdale beat Ramapo right now. I would still go Ramapo because I might say I'm a Ramapo homer, but they had the two score lead. But let's be fair. And we, listen, we got to give them Riverdale their due. So I'm going to go Riverdale, Ramapo, Wayne Hills, Northern Highlands, Ridgewood. And if Kenny wants to go, if I'm going to go for programs, though, in general, overall, overall, I'm going very close. Ramapo, Wayne Hills. I'm going to say probably Ridgewood with the history, Riverdale, and Northern Highlands. And that's strictly football programs. That's football programs. If you want to answer that any other way, do you want to answer that another way? I'm going to go strictly football. The reason I'm saying is because they're – a lot of those schools are just strong in so many sports programs. Which right. was another discussion we had had. But I'll tell you yeah. this, though. That, I, I, I don't know if Ramapo is going to get another shot at Riverdale. I mean, Ramapo and Wayne Hills are going to decide that next week. But then I, I think Ramapo's eyes will be on that. But um, other than that. All right. I think we are, are done for the evening. Great show. Again, I want to thank um, Coach for coming on, yeah. talking about the um, – what do you want to call it? Dynasty? Yep, yep. I the think dynasty. dynasty. It was selected in NJ.com as one of the uh, the New Jersey dynasties of all time. That's awesome. Yeah. And hey, listen, I mean, you know, that's, you know, it, it, like I said with that question with the pressure, I mean, it's, that's I, real. I have, you a know? Little, I have a little different answer on that. We talked about that last week. I did not feel pressure as, as a player. I didn't. I felt pressure as a coach. Well, right. <laughs> well, you know what it is, too? You probably didn't real. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you see it more as a coach is like, yeah. oh, my God, I got to win. And unless But she, she had a little unique circumstance. They were, you know, especially her senior year, going for that fourth fourth title in a row. Well, nearly saying, nearly saying, what are we talking about next week? <laughs> well, here's what we want to do. One, we're going to have, we're going to talk a little Carney's girl soccer. Hopefully. That's yeah, number that's one. Number two, Neely sent me some great information about some basketball, basketball. rules. Great, and we yeah. want him to come on. That'd be great. We would love him to come us. on as yeah. an official, you know, and 100%. talk about that. Uh, right now, that's the early um, early agenda. Early agenda, but listen, things change, and hey, we want to get. I would love to get, you know, maybe the winner of. I know uh, Coach Breslin's working. We try to get a couple of coaches from another couple of other schools. Try to get. I mean, the, the game of the week we're talking about Becton Heights, the winner of that game. We would love to have on um, other sports going. You know, what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say, and it's, it's it's awesome. So. Thank but, you um, for everybody who tuned in this oh, evening. Oh, comments were great. Thank you, Beelan. Thank you, Coach Breslin. Thank you, of course, Kenny. Um, Neely, thank you very much. And again, that, I mean, that would be awesome to get his perspective on those rule changes on basketball, yeah. indoor sport, yeah. Yeah. and do that. I know Sandy, I don't think we got to talk about it last week, but Sandy Seegers gave us a little tidbit about, and maybe he can confirm this for us, the difference, the, the jump ball difference for the starting. Was that in uh I think there's a different. That's yeah, what, that was changes. part of his. Yeah. Again, I don't want to get. I, yeah. I'd rather him we'll do save it. Save it. Save it for next week. Yeah. Coach President saying I have some contacts at Beckton. I can reach out if needed. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And by Coach. the way, Coach Breslin, and because Kenny's on here, I spoke with him. We definitely came. We're going to talk K and K Sports Show. Apparel. We want the apparel. <laughs> I want. We want the hoodies. Well, we might have to get a little all in on high school sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We might have to do something. We're there. Absolutely. You know. Because all this school, we haven't got anything from PV. I'm waiting oh, for some hoodies, you know? Oh you gosh. took all my Ramapost stuff. <laughs> so, but no, great show tonight, Hoops. Yep, nice great work. show. Let's watch a little of the World in. Series. Good luck to everybody this week who's playing. Stay safe. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I can't wait for that Ramapo Wayne Hills game <laughs> next week, too. So, 
Nothing like it. All right, guys. Have a good night.